0: Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're in. Docking Bay ninety four. Ninety four. Um. Yeah. So this is Docking Bay ninety four, and I'm Carl. I'm Zach. And uh, today we're talking. Well, you know, we got a new setup here. We got, we got we got Zach likes his golden mics. Apparently, he's always used a golden mic. Now he has two golden mics. I feel special, being able to talk into this. this uh, it's a, little, it's a little much actually. It's a little
1: overbearing. It's fine. It's just a mic. It's gold though. Why do? Why do? You, why do you want gold mic? It's not real gold. I know it's not real gold, but why? It's. I, n- it's, I didn't buy it because of the color. I bought. But it you chose it was, the color. No. I, I bought it because it was on Amazon and it's an affordable price but for you, a decent mic.
0: But the fact that it's gold wasn't the factor. No. Come on. Man. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool,
0: but... Uh, I feel like Rush Limbaugh. Does he have a gold mic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, that's why you feel like Rush Limbaugh. Uh, um, sorry, I, I felt like I had to burp. Uh, I just ate breakfast. Anyways, uh, so we're talking about Clone Wars Season 2. Um, the tagline of, that, of this season was Rise of the Bounty Hunters, or Rise of Bounty Hunters, hmm. or whatever, um, which there were a lot of Bounty Hunter episodes indeed in this season you get the
1: the whole cad bane group yep you get that group of bounty hunters that yeah. they train the jedi work with to train those farmers
0: yeah that seven samurai uh episode they had right um and then you know, a lot of boba fett in this season yeah yeah There's, well they i forget they introduced boba fett in this season right he wasn't in season one
1: no not at all no
0: okay so this was the first time for boba uh, yeah, the season starts off with an episode I like, the Holocron heist. Mm. Cadbane Bane uh, stealing the Jedi Holocron, right?
1: That was not one of my favorites, but...
0: Not one of your favorites.
1: But not terrible.
0: Not terrible. So, like, medium for you. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah?
1: Um, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting all these, like,
0: you know, bagel burps going on. Anyways. <laughs> What's your favorite episode this season? You, you withheld that information from me earlier. Ooh. You wanted to save it for the... For the podcast well
1: so. um uh, my favorite I, I have several favorites yes yeah. Yeah, I have a few um but my favorite actually i talked a lot about this in season one okay just because i watched it during season one because it's like first in the timeline chronologically uh, yeah but technically it's in this season okay um it's cat and mouse cat and mouse all right that is the um Saj is in that one a lot right no 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 that one's hidden enemy that was season one Cat and, Cat and Mouse, Mouse is the sub- oh, the submarine right. Admiral that's Trench thing.
0: Admiral Trench yeah yeah yeah. that's such a, a great episode that is a good episode
1: and then probably right you know right below if not the same level is that one I'd say the deserter
0: ooh with Rex and yeah. the um the clone deserter right yeah that's a good one too I like that because well why do you like those two specifically
1: um Cat and Mouse I like because it's just interesting mm. it was an interesting take on The Russian submarine, like U-571.
0: Yeah. You know. Which goes into what we were saying with the last, uh, the Pullen season one, where George likes to make episodes of the show that are related to maybe old movies or just like old, like, you know, things in history or whatnot.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think this was definitely, this season was no exception to that. Yeah. Um, The Deserter I really liked because it was kind of thought provoking. It was a new idea. So we had yeah. clones that turned on Jedi before, mm-hmm. but this was the first time you see like a clone just kind of leave. N- leave. <laughs> he wasn't interested in the war. He just wanted to live a peaceful life.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he had a uh, mixed babies with a, with a <laughs> Twi'lek. Yeah. What was up with the kids? They had like splotchy skin.
1: Well, yeah. It's probably not good to mix clone and clone and Twi'lek uh,
0: DNA. Yeah, it was a little weird, but. Yeah. Um, he, had a, he had a nice little cozy life. You know?
1: One thing about, I could not, I don't know if this is true, mm. I did not research it okay. on IMDb or anything, but I feel like the voice of those kids was the same voice of, like, Lil and Phil from Rugrats. <laughs> you know what? You say that, uh, that
0: is very accurate. Go they, back and
1: listen to it again. They do sound like it, It yeah. sounds like Phil
0: yeah, from but, Rugrats. I mean, there's no way. I mean, there's not, there's not no, no way, way but...
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Because like whoever played Little they not anyway. Was an adult. Yeah. Know? So I don't know. It could have been, but maybe not. Um, so those are your two favorite episodes.
1: Um, those are my two favorite. I have other like good, like yeah. plus category. Uh huh. Um, Lightsaber lost this is a pretty good but, one. So
0: yeah, it's cool. I like that one. It's it's, it's a nice little you know little story with Ahsoka and you know.
1: Yeah, and then I'd say this is starting to get to like. I definitely have problems with this episode, but Senate Spy, <laughs> it was kind of just, it wasn't necessarily good, it was yeah. more just, like, funny.
0: Right. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's the one with, uh, uh, all about Padme, right? Yeah, and yeah. she,
1: like, had this previous relationship with another senator. Clovis. Yeah, Clovis. Yeah, Clovis, yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, this real, like, like stuck-up, yeah. arrogant guy. Yeah. Um. But, but the story behind it isn't bad, That. One senator is, you know, trying to conspire with the enemy. Right, right. I think. All right.
0: I'll, I'll start off with my a few close favorites, and then I'll end with my 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 most favorite. I okay. I do like the Zilla Beast episodes. No. I do like them because it's very Godzilla, you know. It's very King Kong, also. But like, I, I just I understand why you might not be super into those.
1: Kind of, it's kind of a silly thing, right? They're on some of my least favorite lists. Really? Because okay. uh, The story na- never—I gra- never grasped the idea. Uh huh. Okay. A new—they. I liked how it started off the first one.
0: Yeah, the first one's my favorite. we
1: like they invent this like nuclear bomb almost.
0: Yeah, and then it that's awakens cool. the beast. Well,
1: no, that—that's the part I don't like. You don't like that. Well, I like the idea how they started it. They developed sure. this nuclear bomb that. Uh huh. Wiped out a whole droids. We never see that bomb again by the way mm-hmm. Throughout Star Wars yeah. And yeah this bomb Like <laughs> Makes a hole in the ground That this yeah. Zillow beast comes out of Okay that's when it starts getting weird for me But it was fine i was still along Then when the Chancellor Wants to bring him back to Coruscant yeah. He acts like he has this devious plan Yeah, And then that's never fleshed out well, I mean, What's the it, devious plan?
0: He wants to use, like, he wants to use the, like, he wants to study it and then use it, to, like, weaponize it or to turn it, in, like, the armor of the Zilla Beast is like can't even be pierced by lightsabers. I understand. And so he wants to use the arm, like, figure out how to replicate that. And at the end of the arc, he wants to when the Zilla Beast dies, he wants it to be cloned. Okay. So they can do that, but which is never. Followed through that. on that, but never. That's not, never followed through. Wrong.
1: But they were originally saying that anyway, that they were going to send it out to the outer rim, and they could scientists could have studied it there. Mm. Why? What was the point of bringing it to Coruscant? I don't that know. That was a terrible idea from the beginning.
0: <laughs> well, I, you're right, but like I don't know. I, I guess I don't look at it as like critically as as you're looking at it, just because it's like a very uh, the whole point of it is this very. It has shades of both Godzilla and King Kong, you know? Sure. Um, so, you know, bringing the monster back to the city, like King Kong, you know, and similar origin with Godzilla with, like, the bomb and being awoken more or, right, or less. Right, but
1: know. if you do it just to pay homage to those movies, yeah. but don't write a compelling story behind it. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: I wouldn't say it's not compelling. I mean, that's the thing about Clone Wars, though, that I like is that... The You can have, like, little bullshit episodes here and there. You yeah. Know? Now, I'm not saying that the Zillow Beast should have been, like, a three-episode arc. Wasn't it, like, three episodes? Or two?
1: It was two. Okay. That's not
0: too bad. You know, two episodes? You yeah. You, you probably could have squished those into one. But... but you're putting it on your top list rather than, like... I'm not putting it on my top. No? My top. I mean, it's one of my... Fa- it's one of my... It's up there, but it's not my favorites or All favorite, right. you know? So, I'll go... I'll, I'll pick the, uh, uh, the next,
1: another one that's, you know. But just in comparison, if you look, the one I'm talking about, Cat and Mouse. Cat and Mouse. That's the same idea. They took it from a movie and applied it to Clone Wars. But they did a good job at making it different and mm-hmm. exciting and a decent story to where it worked. Whereas the Zillow Beast, I think they didn't do those things. That's they fair. They were just like, Godzilla. And
0: that's fair. I just, I agree with you. But I think that the Zillow Beast is just kind of fun. You know, a fun episode or two. Not to mention the Dugs. The du- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about the Dugs. Uh, well, one of my real favorite episodes would be the Bounty Hunters episode. That's the one where, yeah, um,
1: that is a good one.
0: Yeah, Anakin, Ahsoka, that will be one. You know, do the uh, Seven Samurai kind of right. kind of episode.
1: That's a good episode. The only thing that I think takes away from it a little bit mm. is like. They already did a, the Jedi come to help the farmers escape from the Separatists. They've already done one like that in the first season, where they had those little Irish-looking people, remember? And they were like, we're peaceful. Yeah. We don't want your war here. Well,
0: the, um, right, but that, I mean, it's a little different, you know, because this one is, doesn't have Separatists in it, um, Pirates. Right, okay. And... It's it's a direct, you know, homage to Seven Samurai, you know, where you have seven heroes, I guess, you have the Jedi and the bounty hunters, um, protecting the farmers from the bandits. You know, I just like it's that's a better it's a it's better than the the one you were just talking about. I like it better.
1: But you see how it's like they tried the sem- samurai thing with the first one. And then they rehash it in a way. I, I don't.
0: I don't know. I don't think it, they tried a Seven Samurai thing. But the it's first very.
1: One. You see what I'm saying? It's very similar in the way that they came and they helped a farming community stand up to
0: something else. You know, yeah, oh. sure. But like the first. But the first one, like the they didn't want. They didn't really want their help.
1: But the sun did, and the, the sun.
0: Sun did, yeah. But um, but
1: and they eventually did go and fight.
0: Yeah, but that was also like a few episode arc you know as well this is a one a one a one episode thing um i think it's better than the one thing about bounty hunters that i wish was different was maybe not uh, was hondo uh a thing yet before this episode yes he was weren't they that's right because knew him they were like right well,
1: wasn't hondo the one that came in and kidnapped them when induku escaped
0: yeah he was yeah that's one thing I wish was different. I wish it wasn't Hondo. Even though I do like Hondo, I just like, why does Hondo always gotta be the, the go-to pirate? You know? I
1: don't like Hondo in Clone Wars. I like Hondo much more in I Rebels. It, really?
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. I like him more in Clone Wars than Rebels. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but I just wish it wasn't Hondo. Not because I don't like him, just because it's like, just do a different pirate guy. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be Hondo all the time. You know? But my favorite episode is the landing at Point Rain episode.
1: Oh, which one was that again? That was Remind the, me?
0: the battle when they returned to Geonosis. Oh. Um, the hmm. first one. It's, it's, an, it's an arc. Yeah. I don't like the other episodes in the Weapons arc. Weapons Factory. I don't like I that. I don't like Weapons Factory. I don't like it either. But the first episode, in my opinion, is the best display of, like, battle. A battle in all of Clone Wars. Hmm. I mean,
1: one the one where they get shot down and they have to regroup... Right, the entire,
0: gun you know, that, that first episode mm-hmm. is bananas. Like, they, they fly in on, on the gunships and everything, and, like, the, the airborne battle, them, and then a lot of them, like, you know, Obi-Wan, like, crashes. Anakin, I think, yeah, yeah a few of them crash land, and then they, like, do... It's, it's like, the coolest, most balls-to-the-wall battle I think they've done. Okay. Um, it's my favorite battle, and it's just a full episode of just, like, this is our mission. It starts off with, like, the planning... And they go into it, just one solid like twenty-two minutes of just you know, frontline warfare. Right, just dope. Um, and has one of my favorite little little moments in Clone Wars is when uh, they show that one clone gun uh, in a gunship. Those those clones, and one of them is like, "Good things those good thing those bugs can't aim," and then imme- immediately they get fucking blown to pieces. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was a pretty you know the you know the the war in that episode was pretty well done i thought it was sometimes Clone wars gets like pretty mature right you know then you more than you, you would expect so i thought that episode was an example of it you know showing a little bit more death and destruction than you would, you would think sure but
1: but then the two after it were yeah. not very good first of all the the weapons factory where they like the two Padawans go in and blow something.
0: Barris and Ahsoka. Yeah,
1: it was weird. Also, I didn't mm. like like Luminara's attitude the <laughs> whole time. My Padawan will, <laughs> won't do that. And right, <laughs> right.
0: And then she was like, Anakin was like, when they get captured, or we're well, not captured when they get like stuck in you know underground or whatever. Ahsoka and Barriss and the third one, I think, right. That, isn't it three?
1: Well, yeah, they get stuck underground. Well, yeah. that's the end of two.
0: Oh, yeah, end of two. And then the
1: third one is like when they get infected with the... Oh, yeah. Or, or no, the third one is where they go after the queen.
0: Yes. The queen. Which is stupid. <laughs> also.
1: But yeah. They reanimate. She reanimates dead right. Ocean's Right. And then that kind of leads into the fourth one where they get infected. Yeah. And it's kind of a... I wouldn't call it part of the arc, but it like... It's, it It lingers. creates
0: a new one. Kind yeah. Of, and it's the whole, like, it's kind of like a zombie thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Luminara was being, like, and especially when they were, like, trying to find the Padawans. She was like, like, I'm prepared to, you leave know, behind to leave my behind. My are, like, are you, or can you see the same? And Anakin's like, what are you talking about? We have
1: to find them. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> she's like. Luminara <laughs> was quick to throw them under the bus. <laughs> she had, like, this sad face. She was like, oh, well she's like i guess they're dead now <laughs> she's like,
0: i'm sorry for my I, I, you know she was like i'm sorry i will that celebrate her life I will celebrate yeah and like, what's wrong with you <laughs> but,
1: but then later on he's like anakin always throws these sass at like a more experienced jedi masters too yeah yeah and like luminara she and then later on he calls her out and he's mm-hmm. like oh it's a good thing we look for him or something yeah and yeah. then she's like I didn't say I wasn't gonna look for them. I was just saying I was willing to willing let them to go. Attachments and blah blah
0: blah blah. Yeah, so that was a little like weird. But, but... she
1: should have definitely admitted she was wrong. Yeah, because yeah. it's not the Jedi way to just like let them die. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh uh, my Padawans outside of my field of view. I guess they're dead now. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta leave. Them I can have
0: attachments. I have to let them go. Yeah, it's like, come on, you have to, you have to try a little. Um. So, but yeah, I agree. Those episodes following aren't that great, but I love Landing at Point Rain. It is just some of the most uh, you know, savage, you know, frontline warfare in the show. Now, if you want to talk about our least favorite episodes,
1: okay? I'm
0: interested to hear that. Um, you want to go first with that?
1: Uh, I think something I didn't mention yet was that season 2 in general hmm was more average than Season 1. And what I mean okay. by that is uh, the highs weren't as high, but okay. the lows weren't as low. Okay, like there so was was no, more there, middle ground. Yeah, there was no Bombad Jedi
0: of this season. <laughs> That's true. There was no Bombad right? Jedi.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I say my least favorite, I don't mean they're bad. I'd probably put the Zillow Beast, Weapons Factory,
0: hmm, Weapons Factory,
1: um, Children of the Force. That was not Oh, too yeah. Very, not into that. It's weird. No, I, you were? No, no, I wasn't. Okay. Like, they didn't. It's a cool idea. Don't get me wrong. That uh-huh. there's. You know, the Republic keeps a group of. Mm. You know, force sensitive children that they're going to. They're the future of the Jedi Order. But just the way it was done, you know, they bring it back to Mustafar.
0: Yeah, and then Sidious is like looking over the, crib, the cribs of these yeah, babies. Sidious and like, is ah! like. <laughs> 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 he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, like i dream of grandpa, a force like... sensitive army that can you know like basically inquisitors i you know i no,
1: guess no what he was gonna do with those kids was like keep them like they grow up laying down and they're they're br- like they're gonna be people that just sense oh like, yeah kind of like um that movie what's that movie where the three precogs are in the thing the pre-crime remember that
0: no what
1: that old movie.
0: Saying that old movie doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> the one where they have the three things and they can they can see crimes before they happen and they spit out a name. Oh, and then they go and arrest that person. Oh, I don't know. Minority Report. Oh, <laughs> you've never seen that? No, I actually haven't. Okay, well it's no. a good movie to no. watch. I But that that's what they were trying to do. They were he was trying to you you grow these force children that would stay lying down but have this brain thing on that. Um, they would sense things all over the galaxy, and Palpatine could use that as like intelligence Oh, okay that 's not what I picked up on at all that 's what i that 's what I got from it oh. I um, thought was he said something about not like inquisitor army he said
0: something about seeing into the you know corners of the galaxy or whatever. Yeah. but i I took that as i don 't know i I took it as if he wanted to create yeah like inquisitor type people who could like travel the galaxy and do and do like, t- like little missions for him but i guess i mean yeah i guess
1: i'm pretty sure i got the picked up on keys that all right that's what he was doing all right.
0: i believe you but believe um, you. um
1: um which is cool because all the times when you know there's all these different stories about the emperor doing all these different side projects yeah and yeah. i kind of felt that hard to believe at, at a certain point but this kind of helps you realize okay Maybe he was working on these different projects and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's actually something very interesting to me is what Pal because Palpatine like what was he like the, the question of what was he doing like around like the original trilogy? What were his plans? You know, like were he to destroy the rebellion? You know, right? What was what was he planning on doing? And now we talked about this a little bit before. Is we kind of know now that he had plans to, um, you know, seek out what was in the unknown regions.
1: That was um, calling to him?
0: That was calling to him, yeah. Or that w- w- what we assume is Snoke, you know. Right. Or figure out what's out there, you know. So we can assume, you know, he had a lot of plans for that. Now, there is, I'll say this, this is unrelated to Clone Wars, but I was l- listening to another podcast, and people were talking about that new Thrawn book. Okay, All right. And apparently, in the apparently, Thrawn comes from the unknown regions, which is something I wasn't aware of. Is that confirmed?
1: Yes. Like The book is out, and they yeah, okay.
0: Um, but anyway, so he was talking to Palpatine about the unknown regions, and the podcast I was I was listening to they speculate that Palpatine will send Thrawn into the unknown regions at the end of Rebels season four, and. That accounts for why Thrawn is nowhere to be found in all of the original trilogy, because it's either you kill him, or you get rid of him somehow. And I don't think they want to kill Thrawn, because he's such a, such you, a good character. Are you
1: really going to tell me right now that the first time you heard that was on another podcast? But I've been telling you that for a long time. You haven't been telling me that? Yes, I have. Not that exactly. Yes, I have. You said
0: that Thrawn is sent to the Undern regions by Palpatine?
1: Yes. And that's why he's missing. Go back and watch a previous right. podcast. Well, I've told you that before. Well, Zach, and I, was, I don't
0: listen to you and your wild theories. So. And that, and
1: <laughs> yeah, you always call my theories wild, but now yeah. it's been validated. Yes. Thank by you. By someone I. <laughs> by, you don't trust <laughs> me, your no. loyal friend, but you trust Loyal some friends. Some loyal guys friend. On another podcast. All right. Well, all right, You don't have to turn it's like this. you're cheating on me. You don't have away. to.
0: Yeah. You don't have to turn this into a whole thing, okay? You could just be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's yeah, it's, I agree, you know. You don't have to, you know, make it, you know, come at me, you know. Well, anyways, all right. I, but I apologize. I, but do, yes.
1: I do agree with that. Okay. Although, there is the prophecy that I told you about before, too. Oh, yeah. Remember that?
0: Well, that's in, in right. Rebels. I didn't see it, but you told me. ben you know?
1: gives a prophecy to sure. Thrawn. So, either he might die, because it sounds like... Borgullet might kill him with B- his many <laughs> arms. <Borg-gullet>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is stupid. Yeah. But the other because the 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 reason why everyone speculates that is because in the extended universe, mm. you know, before the old thrawn books, right. He doesn't appear until after. Yeah. And the reason why is he comes back mm. from a assignment from the Emperor. Right. So that would, you know, put some of those old things back in the, mm. you know Right, yeah,
0: it could kind of line things up, and they could do versions of like *Heir to the Empire*. You know, with, yeah. down the road. So if he's, I think it's a good bet. Is I don't think they're going to kill Thrawn. So if they send, if he sends Thrawn away, he's he's gone for all this time.
1: And we do know that Palpatine is going to be in Episode Four, a season four,
0: season four. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, is I mean cool. We don't know 100%, like legit fact confirms, but we can. I I think we. ...have strong implications. Wait,
1: how, how don't we know confirmed? Well, they haven't. It's confirmed that the actor is coming back to record lines.
0: They said Ian McDermott is yeah. going to do some voice work in Rebels. Right. Yeah. Which, I'm saying, is pretty much confirms it, but it is not a 100% Palpatine's in Season 4. That's all I'm saying. Alright, but... It pretty much does, but, you know, yeah. So, Palpatine probably was sent thrown away, and then... Do you think that...
1: Less is more, though. They don't want to overdo the emperor. That's right.
0: That's what, it's going to be like one small scene, probably. Right. Now, do you think that Thrawn will meet Snoke? I don't think we'll see it. No, we won't see it. But do you think, like, in his travels, Thrawn will meet
1: Snoke? I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah. Th- um, I mean- however, I-, I was thinking about this the other night, mm. and uh, you remember back in episode one, mm. Qui-Gon Jinn uh, says, there's always a bigger fish. Yeah. That that was an allegory to Darth Maul not being the Sith Lord. Yeah. That there was...
0: Always a, a bigger a fish.
1: fish. However, I was thinking like, man, Qui-Gon was really ahead of his time yeah. because Palpatine, there was a bigger fish, which was Snoke.
0: Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. And we do think Snoke is bigger, right? It's not just like another person like Palpatine.
0: You mean... Like, you, would you say oh, he's, he's, he's more on powerful. a
1: different level oh, yeah. than Palpatine? He's gotta be. He has to be?
0: I think he... I mean, I think... I think he is, and I think he has to be to create a new, compelling, threatening villain, you know? You have to go above what you already did, you know? I guess. So, yeah, I think you're right about Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon is one of the most, like, prolific Jedi to ever live. Like, he's gotta be, he's like, is the shit, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I don't agree with all the hate. Not isn't hate, but people criticize Qui-Gon a lot. A lot of people I've listened to or talked to have been like, Yo, Koyon's like the stupidest Jedi ever, you know? But he's got to be like, he's the probably the most wise, the wisest Jedi ever. Or like, you know. Right. Wiser than Yoda.
1: In a way. In, in a way, way, in a way, yeah. Less like life experience mm-hmm. wisdom, but more like... He was able to figure out something that Yoda
0: thought was impossible. I actually, recently, a few weeks ago, I watched the last three episodes of season six where Yoda goes on his wild adventures. Yeah. Um, And and it's so cool, because Yoda, like, Qui-Gon talks to Yoda, and Yoda's like, this is impossible. And, Yoda, and Qui-Gon's like, you know, well, you know, I'll, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to teach you how to do it. And it's so cool. Um,
1: or doesn't he say something like, he's like, Master Qui-Gon is like, dead you are. Dead you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> impossible to return. <laughs> like
0: Yoda thought he was, like, maybe being hoodwinked by some Dark Dark Side thing, you know. He it was it was cool seeing Qui-Gon kind of show Yoda something, you know. But anyways, uh, so one more thing on the whole Thrawn Snoke thing. So we can both agree that we think Thrawn will go to the unknown regions, either meet Snoke or uh, kind of get the ball rolling there. Um, do you think that
1: Thrawn will? And then Thrawn kind of leads the Empire forward, and how they become the First Order. And Maybe. bring do you, Snoke into do you the think, First Order? Do you think Thrawn could be in Episode eight or nine, Or do you think he's like dead by now? Because of his race, you don't know how long he could live. Right, right. Like a Maz Kanata can live a long
0: time. What they could
1: do is, yeah, Snoke is the leader of the First Order, but
0: they could also have a, a smaller figurehead, kind of like a Dooku and Sidious thing.
1: Well, what people think is Benicio del Toro's
0: character. Maybe he's Thrawn.
1: Nah, you think so? Maybe, maybe, maybe he's Thrawn. Maybe he is. That'll be tough to do live action. Though. Leader of the fr- people will yeah, people will criticize it. People will be very um, picky mm. when when you do something like that. Right. When you take a
0: oh, of course. There's Star Wars fans are always going to be picky about everything. It's really obnoxious sometimes. But I think it's a long shot. But I think there's a possibility that Benicio del Toro could be Thrawn, who could be a a like Count Dooku almost role.
1: Well, I, that's possible.
0: Yeah, I think it's unlikely, but well,
1: you've already got m- you know mid level bad guys like a Hux. Sure, Who hasn't been really. Well, Hux is not like
0: like leader of the First Order caliber.
1: He's the top general though. Yeah, he's like Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, but in a way, he does lead the First Order, where Kylo Ren kind of leads the Knights of Ren.
0: Right, well, Kylo Ren is very equivalent to, like, Darth Vader, where well, he's... Like,
1: and and he and Hux is more like a Tarkin. Yeah. They're kind of, like, equals, but they're equals in a way. Right, so if you were to
0: kind of, you could say... Rivals. Snoke would obviously be, like, Sidious. And yeah. then you have Kylo Ren, Vader, kind of, Hux, and Tarkin, kind of. Right. Um, but, you know, if you could have... Like if you're looking at the separatists, you know you have Dooku who is the apparent like leader of the separatists, but Sidious is really in charge. Um, so you could have a situation where you know Dooku like Thrawn could be like a Dooku type t- character who is the l- the leader of the First Order in Maybe, some respects. But, but
1: Thrawn already has his place now. It'd be weird to there could be a new guy like that. You know I mean? Well, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that I don't think we'll see Thrawn. We might. Get a sense, you know, we might get backstory and say, mm. "Well, Thrawn went out there. Thrawn discovered Snoke." Mm. I don't know if he's going to be in Last Jedi. Is like, right? I, it's a long. It's that's a long. Time. I would say, I would say, I would say there is going to be new bad guys, though.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would give the Thrawn thing for Last Jedi like a fifteen percent chance.
1: Okay, that's what I would give. Where'd you pull that from?
0: That's just my what I feel. <laughs> I feel fifteen percent chance. Oh, uh, Thrawn okay. being in Last Jedi. Um
1: Now going back to the, there's always a bigger fish, right? I was always thinking, Snoke was crawling out the Sidious, mm. but maybe Snoke is not the top either. Mm. And I was thinking, what is Ren? Like, what is the Knights of Ren? Knights of Ren, yeah. And maybe Snoke made the Knights of Ren in homage to like this even more powerful uh, Ren. That,
0: you know, that's not a bad idea, but I think the, I think it gets a little. I don't know, I think it might get, maybe gets a little muddled at that point. It might be just easier to stick with Snoke is the one, you right? Know? I think that's what they're going to do, but Ren is, inter- I, yeah, I, I'm curious as to where Ren comes from.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, there's some rumors going around mm. that Leia's captured and right. brought to the unknown regions where Snoke is. Interesting. Hmm. Um, might not be true, but... Uh.
0: I think that uh, we'll definitely get maybe Ky- Kylo Ren and Leia interaction in person. At least I hope. I hope we do, because you know if we don't, then we're not really getting, we're not really getting the real you know interaction between them and I. Right. So, uh, but Snoke, you know, yeah, he's got to be, at least in my opinion,
1: Leia seems to know Snoke. She knows. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah, knows who he is, for sure. And I get the sense is maybe a little bit more than that. Like she kind mm. of But is Snoke she knows more than just a name. Like But is Snoke like that's the thing. I was just
0: like thinking he's not at least we don't know for sure yet, of course, but we can assume that he's not like a real person almost. He's a being like a dark side like do you think that Snoke is either a just like a really powerful dark side person, like a normal person or not, not human, or some kind of being, or like, some kind of like, like
1: the father and the son, right, or so, was...
0: something greater.
1: I get the sense that he's in, just an alien being, mm-hmm. not necessarily some spirit. Sure, what do
0: you? I, I'm not sure because you know if he's if he was in the unknown regions and if he was you know calling out to Sidious or calling out to other Sith, you know, the dark side. Yeah, you know, it's like, is he like some sort of like ancient? creature
1: well he could be ancient yeah and he could be super powerful without being some transcendent thing
0: i really like the idea the
1: only thing i can compare it to Uh is the father who was like Uh not who was his own like thing he wasn't Uh he was or the wills are kind of transcendent ancient beings yeah snoke might have been a lot of people think snoke was a will who Uh was who went bad
0: Uh i mean that's not a horrible idea the idea of kind of like a fallen angel almost yeah um but i like the idea that snoke whether he's a like you know uh just a regular person or the creature of sorts i like the idea that he was out in the unknown regions and he was kind of imprisoned somehow yeah yeah. like Like someone
1: wills imprisoned him
0: someone imprisoned him and he's like that's why he's all like deformed and like nasty he was like maybe uh yeah like pretty much like Destroyed in some way, and he's trapped, and he's that's what that's him calling out to other Sith and Sidious is like, "Come to me, free me, and you know we can do some do some stuff." Um, that's what I that's what I like to think you know is the deal with him, which I think sounds cool. We can learn about. You I know, think it
1: would be cool if like, well I don't know, but if like. <laughs> Plagueis learned that technique (laughs) from Snoke. And Snoke is the real one who knows that... Like, what do you think makes Snoke more powerful? Mm. He has, like... He's gotta be... He's gotta...
0: Well, with Last Jedi, we know that Luke is looking at greater aspects of the Force. I feel like if they're going with that direction, they have to go that direction all around. Snoke is probably... Same thing with you know Snoke and the Dark Side. He's probably looking... Maybe it's something greater than just the dark side, you know? Like, yeah. Luke's looking more, like, bigger picture. Snoke's probably also, like, bigger picture kind of guy.
1: But in an evil
0: way. In an evil way, yeah. But not, maybe not just, like, typical Palpatine, dark side, Sith evil. You know, he's probably, no
1: know, he knows more, you know? So, I was also watching another podcast. Yeah. And um, they were saying, wouldn't it be cool? I think this was on Jedi Council, actually. Oh, Okay. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if Luke in his thing, like, there was, like, a Jedi council of, like... Of, of ghosts. Qui-Gon. Maybe Qui-Gon. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan, Yoda. Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. Like, so, like in a circle. Giving well, him advice.
0: The one thing, well, yeah, one thing about Qui-Gon is Qui-Gon can't make a physical form, so...
1: Unless he retroactively learned it later. C- can you, though? I don't know. Uh,
0: I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but...
1: Literally anything can happen. I know Vader. Vader could do it, <laughs> right? And he had no training in it. At yeah, all, I mean you're right. That.
0: You're right. But but in the Clone Wars, you know, Qui Gon said he never finished his training, so he was never able to completely. But he did come as a, as a physical presence on Mortis, right? So maybe on soup on certain places he can do that. But uh, do you
1: like that idea of like a, like a bunch of all the Force Ghosts
0: at the same time talking to Luke?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea, but. I think the reason it might not work is that Luke seems pretty disillusioned and out of the hole. Right. Like, he had, he seems like he has not been talking so to those people.
0: what I think will be the case is that we start with eight. Luke hasn't talked to them or either doesn't want to or can't for some reason. Right. And he, and he just has no contact with them at all. Right. And then eventually we get towards like maybe the end of the movie or middle to the end. Or even in 9. And then we get Luke talking to Yoda and Obi-Wan, possibly Anakin, for the first time in a long time. I think would be you know, cool. Now, you want to get Anakin in there. You want Hayden in there? Sure. <laughs> sure.
1: There's already been it's, rumors that who he's going to be in there. Who
0: now? else would it be, you know? Yeah. So it's got to be him. Um, Could be cool, you know. kind He could kind of, you know... uh. Redeem himself a little bit. Yeah, he could. You know, but it could be it could be really cool seeing Anakin talk to Luke and yeah. give some nice advice about you know Dark Side. He's the one he lived it. You know? Anyways, we got really off the Back rails. Back to there. season two. <laughs> it's not. It wouldn't be a podcast, uh, a documentary for podcast, if we didn't uh, completely go off the rails and talk about you know speculation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, season two. Um, I think I'll just say my my least favorite episode might be the Brain Invaders kind of deal, or...
1: Yeah, it wasn't that good. Or, um,
0: let's see. This... I do... That's probably it, actually. I do like the Mandalore Satine stuff.
1: Really? Yeah. I'd put that in the middle. Okay. Um, I think... You get a lot of cool information and backstory, mm-hmm. but not necessarily my favorite story arc.
0: Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that, but it's a nice. It's a it's a three episode arc. Mandalore plot, voyage Ooh, of temptation,
1: Watch. And, Watch. Get
0: and Duchess of Mandalore. So we learn that Obi Wan had a a lost love, right? You know, Satine. So this is cool. You know, learning more about Obi Wan's past and right. that he he would have left the Jedi Order for her. You know would have made things very different. I don't know what would have happened if he had done that, you know? Because then Qui-Gon would have wanted to train Anakin himself, probably. Uh-huh. He would have still died, probably. And Anakin would have been left to some chump. Or not even taken, taken in as an apprentice, you know?
1: I didn't like Death Watch. Death Watch! I didn't get how... It
0: was just kind of weak. Should have been better, you know. I, it was, I had some good stuff in there, you know. The Death Watch wanting to bring Mandalore back to their more, you know, warring ways. And, you know, Mandalore had been... They felt Mandalore had been kind of... Uh, uh, too peaceful? Too peaceful for too long, you know.
1: Yeah, but you get the impression Satine just says... Oh yeah, Death Watch. They're just like a bunch of bunch of terrorists. teenagers. Oh, the first time. Oh yeah, like,
0: first time. It's like not they're nothing.
1: Yeah. Oh, they're teenagers. So, they just do pranks, yeah. basically.
0: Yeah. So, but she was clearly, uh, you know,
1: either not
0: in not in the know, or she was just kind of keeping it like trying to, trying to keep it you know low key. But sure. But yeah, they they are pretty a pretty significant like terrorist organization. We, right. we find that So, but. You know, Satine's an interesting character, and she has some good stuff. She has a good run on the show. You know, she, has, she dies eventually.
1: <laughs> no spoiler.
0: Spoilers for, like,
1: Liam. You know, so if she if her line is the royal line, right? The Yeah. Satine. I don't know. What's her last name? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird name. <laughs> I don't remember her last but, name. But, um, sort of the K. Okay. not But, Tenobi. Uh, what happened to her royal line? No idea. Why does it seem like... So, we know now from Rebels that Clan Vizsla is like the ancient Mandalorian, Mm. you know, the first Mandalorian Jedi, and they're like a big... Clan Vizsla is a big thing. Yeah. Clan Saxon is also like they want to be in the top. They want to be players in the game. Mm -hmm. But Satine's family later on in Rebels and all that other Mandalore stuff, you don't hear anyone else with her thing, and, and right.
0: I'm sure there's some some sort of explanation.
1: And then in Clone that. Wars, there is a guy who's a Vizsla.
0: Yeah, pre Vizsla, but he
1: just seems like he's just a dude. He's just a guy. Yeah, He doesn't seem like he's of the one of the most famous families in yeah Mandalorian history.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They they maybe they maybe they uh, had kind of kind of took the Vizsla clan in that direction after afterwards. Yeah. You know, like, oh let's see if you love this. But Pre-Vizsla is kinda of whatever. He's he's Who did oh they have oh yeah, John Favreau plays Previsila. Okay. Which is really weird. <laughs> but yeah.
1: I think that um you mentioned before that maybe Django Fett is not a Mandalorian. Yeah. Because of what she says in this episode, which is like Django Fett is just a common bounty hunter, and I don't know where he got that armor. Mm. I don't think that means he's not a Mandalorian. I just think he wasn't a warrior that would have I feel like there are noble people mm. and they don't give the armor to everyone just like the elite warriors and stuff. Okay. I think. Yeah. And I think that he didn't earn the armor, he probably just stole it. Probably. But I still think he was a Mandalorian. Yeah, he could have
0: been Mandalorian. Um but he's not the Fett is not a a clan name or anything like that. You know, it's not like it's a shitty clan. <laughs> it's a shitty clan. I don't even know if it's a clan though, you know. <laughs> he could have made it out. Maybe yeah, maybe he's not a Mandalorian, you know, we don't know. So um I, I I'm I'm not sure. I think there's something out there. I'm sure there is. Um but yeah. Uh what else do you have for season two?
1: Um hmm. Oh, there is there was one other thing. So You generally get the sense you know that the Star Destroyers look similar. You know, the Venator-class Star Destroyers look very similar to the Imperial-class Star Destroyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a way. But you also never get... Like, seeing the ships flying, you don't um, get the same feeling as when you see the Empire ships flying. But in this season, they did that a couple times. They had, like, the Republic Star Destroyers coming in with, like, a shuttle. And it looked very Empire-like. Right, right. You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I wonder... if that was a
0: conscious, you know, effort on their part.
1: I think so. Yeah. To make I it think look so. More. I will say
0: that the animation like cuz it's still it it it's it gets better throughout the, throughout the show and it gets really good towards the end, but I've always thought that the animation of like space battles or like spaceships in space and stuff like that looks like really good. Sometimes it even looks, like, almost as good as the as the prequels, sometimes, of, like, stuff in space. Okay. Um, like, it's like, oh, that could be passable for, like, a shot in, like, episode one. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Not quite, but...
1: The only thing um, about the space battles, whatever happened to the Jedi starfighters? Because those mm. things are so maneuverable. Those are cool, yeah. And later on, the ones that almost start to look like TIE fighters, yeah. they maneuver... Way better than Tie Fighters <laughs> and X Wings later on. Yeah, yeah. Why would they like stop using yeah. these incredibly versatile ships? I don't know, man. But I hope that in Battlefront
0: Two, the new one, they have Jedi Starfighters. Oh God! In there, I but... hope they
1: have everything. Yeah. I hope they have Naboo Starfighters. I oh, dude, they have
0: Naboo the, the yellow Roy Starfighters. Those yellow Naboo Starfighters would be so cool to fly. I hope
1: everything. Yeah. Padme's like silver. Silver, silver. but Benubian that, 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 that doesn't
0: have guns though, does it? I don't care. <laughs> I hope there's a pod racing section of really? the game. No, really, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, did you ever play the old N sixty four pod racing game? Yeah, yeah, I had it. It was I I liked playing it, and then actually more recently, I I got a chance to play it again,
1: and I was like, wow, this game is. Uh, that would be bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Did you ever play the speeder mini game inside, like, Knights of the Old Republic? No. There's, not like, either. a... It's not pod racing, but it's racing of a different kind. Oh, okay. It's, okay. like, super weird. Yeah. The only way you win it is by, like, lining it up into these booster... Like, yeah. along the track of racing, there's these boosters. Yeah. And the only way you can do it is, like, make sure you hit all the boosters. Oh. And it just gets you real fast. It's... Not that good. <laughs> yeah, racing games
0: like that, you know. But but yeah, uh I think that about wraps up anything I have to say about season two, Clone Wars.
1: Do you did you agree with me that it's like more average than season one?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean it's more like there. The yeah, I mean there's not there's less there is fewer um bad episodes for sure. I, but I'm not sure about the other end. I think that there's still a lot of really good stuff in the season. Um well, yeah, but, but there is fewer like there's no Bombat Jedi like you said, mm, you know. Right. There's like no Jar Jar really at all. Do you all. like it better than season one? Uh, I'll say yeah. I'll say yeah. Okay. Uh, uh-huh.
1: something about season one. I I really liked the malevolence arc. Ooh, that's that that's a that's really a really good standout arc.
0: arc. It is. It is. Um,
1: but no, I I think
0: I I think I would say uh, season two a little bit better. Um, just they start to get a better idea of what they're what they're doing, you know, of what they want the show to be. If you know, they really they get hit in their stride. And I think um three and four are like you know, really good, I think. I think they're even better.
1: They introduced Bear Sophie in this season.
0: Right, who eventually um you turns know to the, the dark side and all that
1: jazz. <laughs> Do you like her character? Not really. No. No. Um she's kinda like it seems almost that she's better than Ahsoka, mm. as a Padawan, like, mm. more skilled, which is mm. hard because Ahsoka was such a. Ahsoka was chosen uh. to start so early because she was exceptional.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, we see, like, we get this parallel, like, Luminara and Barriss and Anakin and Ahsoka, yeah. and we see their differences, and we see, like, a moment in, when, when they rescue their Padawans, you see a moment after... Um, you see Luminara and Barriss reunite and Anakin and Ahsoka reunite. And Luminara and Barriss have a very more, a much more formal, right? Um, like, greeting, and they're like, you know, and I forget to Anakin and Ahsoka, what do they do? do they, they don't hug, do they? they don't, I don't think they hug. I don't remember. They, they have a, a lot more, more of a intimate, like, re, um, reunification. Yeah. You so I, I like seeing, Barriss Barris just seems kind of boring, you know?
1: Well, she's meant to be. She's meant to be yeah. that, like, proper, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like the like the the proper way to be, I guess, as a Jedi, quote unquote.
1: Which then, when she goes to the dark side, and, yeah. you know, you get the feeling that not necessarily a good thing.
0: Right? Maybe, maybe what you thought was the proper way to be wasn't the actually best way to do it. Right. You know? Um. So,
1: but interesting. How'd stuff. that turn out for Anakin, though? <laughs> that's true. That's true. He was. Um, little, he was a little. One thing I think. You know, I think this. Clone Wars in general, but I just started to notice it this season, mm. it kind of, it does make some things harder to believe about the other movies. Like, mm. for example, you got, think about Order 66. Mm. The clones turn on them yeah, and just destroy the Jedi. Yeah. However, there's all these like episodes peppered throughout where like, the clones, uh, in this one, the Brain Invaders episode, the clones get infected, and they turn on the Jedi. Mm. And, like, they come in where Barris and Ahsoka are having lunch or whatever. Right, right. And immediately, they sense something's wrong. As soon as they pull out a blaster, boom, they got their sabers out and they defend it. Yeah. And they get away safely. Yeah. And it's like, when Order 66 happens, they don't really sense it, and they just all get murdered. Well, there is nothing to
0: sense, you know, when or- Order 66 happens. That's the difference, you know. With the brain invaders thing, they the are...
1: senses. Yeah, but he's Yoda. But with but what I'm talking about is they sensed it in Brain Invaders, and but just, it's different. And then just peppered throughout Clone Wars, you they're always getting super lucky, and they always escape every situation until Order sixty six. Nobody can escape. Well, Order that. Order sixty six is a complete blindside.
0: There's nothing to sense really, in. You know, a lot of those instances, you know, they were in the middle of a like a battle or something, and then their their own soldiers just start firing on them. Like that's not,
1: you know, you can, that's understandable for sure. But that I'm saying that happened three or four times throughout the Clone Wars in isolated situations. Well, their soldiers start firing at them without yeah. a
0: moment's notice. Yeah, but it's different because there's nothing to sense. The, the Jedi were taken by complete surprise with Order sixty six. There was no sense the chip. The, the inhibitor chip doesn't, it just completely switches the clones. They don't have any feelings to sense about betrayal. They're just like, oh, I'm gonna, like, this is it, you know? Like, the, the, they, All right. they, with the exception of Yoda that we see, we don't see any Jedi have any inkling of okay, what's let's about not, to happen.
1: Let's not say about an inkling or a sense, but, you know, when Ki-Adi-Mundi dies in Order 66, mm-hmm. he turns around and he sees them and he blocks a few of yeah. them. I feel like if that was in the Clone Wars, they would have escaped it. Like, well, here's the, another it, thing: the Jedi always escape in the Clone Wars. They get out of like ten times what ki, what killed Ki Adi Mundi. You know.
0: Well, another thing is that Clone Wars is a cartoon show for kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there has you have to you uh, see what
0: I'm saying. There? You have to allow a little bit of leeway on these kind of things with translation from like a cartoon to a live action movie. You know. But you see what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. They but
1: survive thousands of battle droids, they get away. I know. But then five clones turn on Kiani Mundi and he can't he can't escape. But you he can't, can't block and escape.
0: That's com- that, that takes everything completely out of context, you know? You have to take things, you know, as you know, just because you see, you know, a Jedi destroy a bunch of droids and then he gets killed by like a, a handful of clones. You can't just be like, oh, well, 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 you know, that doesn't make any sense. You know, he could do this <laughs>
1: here and then he can't do that here. I can say that because I just... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there's a lot of other factors and also outside of the canon. I mean, the factor of just like, it's a cartoon show, you know. You can't necessarily always look at it the same exact way as you look at the movies. You yeah. Know? But, and of course, you know, there is a, you know, with Mundi, like, he was leading his soldiers into battle. And then he just turns around, and they're about they're out ready to fire on him. And it's like what, like that comes out of nowhere, you right. know. Um, and he you know he blocked a few, blocked a few. <laughs> some of those the uh, some of those deaths though could have been so much better. I always thought that Ailis Currs was so stupid. Right, how she's walking, and then she just like stops and like turns, and she's just like really dramatically throws her arms up in the air. Oh yeah, and like falls over. And they keep firing, they keep it firing till, like, at her hundred times. Yeah, or um, yeah, so. Tia Mundi was the only one who got a few uh, had a few few blocks in there, but um, Polkun dies like a bitch. What do you mean? He, he gets shot down. Shot down, but it's so sad, you know. He's just like flying, and then he gets just shot down, and he fucking crashes. You know, it is just like you know, oh,
1: Polkun so cool. I'm just saying, like I'm not gonna get that, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. He would have like flipped out. Yeah, of he would like, jumped out of the cockpit, like landed, yeah.
0: and then like yeah, deflected more bullets and like destroyed the other ships. Right. Yeah, they make them like superheroes.
1: So, just one last point here. Yeah, I feel like in season one, mm. I feel like in every season they follow different Jedi masters. Okay. Although you know, Anakin and Obi Wan are in all of them, but yeah, season one was like Kit Fisto Plukun were heavy. Okay. In it, this uh, season was Ki Adi Mundi Luminara. Mm. They were in it a lot. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. Well,
0: we'll see if that trend continues, and we'll see if three, four, or five. Right. You know, like who is in it a lot. Pulkoon is in two, though, quite a bit. Not a lot, but like he's in the the final episode of two. Yeah, but not
1: throughout as heavy. Luminar
0: is heavy throughout this. Yeah, she's heavy on that one arc, though, really. Right. But, um, but yeah. Um, anything else? That about it? Alright, that's about it for this episode. We, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter if you feel so inclined at Document94. Pod, right? Isn't that it? I never remember. Zach rolling rolling his eyes. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Zach? That's it. All right. That's it.